You're listening to Super Action Bros, a podcast talk about movies with explosions and car chases. And uh, movies that you've waited uh, 15 years for. Technically, it's 14 years. Yeah, well, close enough. Uh, did, do they stack up? We'll find out now. But you guys are all very confused. Like, Ram, you didn't with wait it. 15 years for First Blood. That's right. This is a special edition surprise episode of the show. Because Ryan and I were slacking on uh, Stallone movies. Uh, <laughs> it's it's less that and it's more. It's less that and more that I feel like I thought of this last night because we had both seen this movie. It's brand new. Yeah. Uh, and I thought we should probably, uh, we should probably, since it's the, a sequel to one, to of, one our of our favorite, favorite movies. movies on this show. We should talk about it, and yeah. while it's fresh in our minds, too. And then bring you more of that, that fresh, free content that we know you love. So uh, we're going to be talking about uh, The Incredibles 2. Uh, we both went and saw it on our respective Father's Days. I won my right. dad I mean, it was Father's Day for both of us, but we didn't celebrate it together. Yes, and, and I left the parking lot of the movie theater, and I saw Ryan's car there. <laughs> and I was like, oh, he must be seeing The Incredibles as well. Great. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, we're going to talk about the Incredibles too. uh, kind of like we did with our uh, rampage episode. We're going to have like a non spoilery section and then we'll jump into it. Uh, yeah, so we'll, we'll give you a pretty solid review of the, of the movie and then, and then we will shout or something and say, yeah, now comes we'll the down. spoilers. Uh, so, uh, before we get into that though, you can reach out to our show, uh, by going online, uh, and, uh, checking our website out. It's uh, stuffandthingsnetwork.com. Oh, Using your internet me. browser. Is that, how the, is that how one would do that? Yeah. Put your phone on the acoustic cradle and dial with the rotary. There's one dude I follow. BBS. There's one dude I follow on who like streams a lot of old like PC games. Oh, and every nice. once in a while in the chat, people will be like, it has like, he has like, you know, a bunch of old icons on the PC yeah. desktop. They're like, well, you know what we're here for, man. Install that free trial of AOL. <laughs> <laughs> so... Uh, yeah, so you could use uh, the AOL Internet Explorer, uh, whatever it is that you use now. They don't even have Internet they Explorer anymore. It. It's called Edge now. Uh, Microsoft they, Edge. Well, I mean, it, it still exists if you're running XP or yeah, 7 sure, or sure, something. Sure, sure, um, So There's you can go, go using your XP. Internet browser, your choice. Uh, you can go to stephanthingsnetwork.com and click on the Super Action Bros page. Uh, listen to all of our old episodes. Um, subscribe on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play. Reach out to us uh, on social media, uh, Twitter, Tumblr, Facebook, Instagram, and Letterboxd. Uh, you can also uh, get at us on the on individual uh, things. Uh, for me, Ian, you can find me on the internet most places at, at irich. That's at I-R-I-T-C-H. Uh, you can find me most places on the internet as Ryan Roop, R-Y-A-N-R-U-P-P-E. You can also uh, email us. There's a contact us form. Shoot us an email uh, and, and, and write to the show here. In fact, we have an email today. Do I was we? Planning on sa- I'm saving it until uh, until until Rambo. Okay. Uh, is it well, Rambo? It is, it is. It is first blood related. Okay. Well, but we'll we do hold have an email. Uh, I'll, I'll maybe maybe I'll read the first half. Is, t- it, is it from Ten K? It's from Ten K. He hey, talks man. about how much he hated, <laughs> how much he's loved hated our manhunt episode. Oh yeah, because that movie. So uh, all that stuff in thingsnetwork.com. So. Incredibles, Incredibles. 2. Uh, so, so you saw it with your family. I did. Saw I saw it with my. I, I thought it was very cathartic because my dad took me to see the see it when it, the original one when it came out. Oh, and you were and like we a even tiny went to, child. We even went to the time. same. We were in the same theater, but in the same multiplex, we oh. saw it at as well. You saw it at the which one did you see? At, at the one that you go to, Foothill oh, Ranch. Ranch. That's my mom and dad's favorite movie theater. It's just a piece and of I, crap. And man. I used it got a little better. They have like at least a nice digital sign in the front now. Yeah, it was funny because for a while they just didn't have anything. Yeah. Uh, and I, it, it's the floors were very up, sticky. And I'd be like, I'd like to see, uh, I guess, a movie. And uh, there's just no, <laughs> no show times or anything. They're like, what do you want to see? And I'm like, 
surprised me. What do you got? No, I had the. Uh, I used Movie Pass yeah, for mine as well, uh, which my parents were very impressed by. Oh, yeah. I was like, this company's bleeding money. I got to use it while while the getting's <laughs> good. And I've now used it twice this month, so it's. Ooh. I've been. I've got my you money's got, you worth. Got your money's worth. Yeah. Um. So. Uh. Yeah. So we both saw it on Father's Day. Nice. Uh, which uh, appropriate movie? It's a family. It's a family Dude, picture. It was packed it was really I when i there. left the theater uh-huh. i left it we saw one at 12 30 oh wow okay i left the theater and there was something i hadn't seen in a long time a line yep. outside the movie theater yeah. and i was like oh man we got in there we got in good so yeah we got there at like 258 for the three o'clock showing because we figured you know yep. it's it's three o'clock on a sunday yeah who's gonna and, be there and it was sold out if you think about it, it's 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 a Father's Day oh, movie. Yeah. Like I mean, it's a family movie. Everybody can go see it. It's got superheroes in action. Dad's yeah, gonna like no, it's it. It's perfect. It's, it's good. It's they they, they picked the right weekend. on the right weekend. <laughs> uh, no, but I so we got so I'm I'm there ready to buy my ticket and like oh three o'clock sold out and I'm like cool and I have to go back in my movie pass app and say never mind and then choose the next one uh, and and so then we got tickets for three thirty and then I had to pay. Matinee price for the kids, which is like twelve bucks each, man. Um, but uh, and so we just immediately went into the theater at three o'clock for the three thirty showing, and there was a huge line that started right outside of the door of the of the specific theater, and then like snaked all the way around in the bowels of the of the building. Yeah, mine. And, and so we're we're yeah. just standing in line, and my daughter's like, "Dad, are all of these people going to see Incredibles two at three thirty? And I'm like, "Yeah." <laughs> But luckily, it's it was the big stadium room. And yeah, the, yeah, and we got we got we got decent, we got decent seats. seats. We got in there. There wasn't a line or anything, but there was already a significant amount of people. We like just made the cutoff before like afternoon. I feel like, uh, I feel like yeah. we just like people were just getting out of church. Yeah, it was <laughs> it what? was it was packed. It was really packed. I was surprised, and I was also surprised based on the length of the movie. This is as we discussed Ooh. a little earlier today. It's the longest Pixar movie. It is. It's and kids, two minutes short of two hours. Kids were quiet. I mean, well, a cu- couple little things here I and have, there. I, I, when we talk about the structure of the movie, I think I know why. But right, but but they, but they like. I was surprised at how the kids in the movie theater didn't really put up a fuss. And I think, like, I've been to Pixar movies before, and it's always kind of like I always forget. I'm like, ah, oh, dang it, I'm going to a children's movie. <laughs> like, uh, I think that part of it for this one is that the incredible, the first Incredibles movie, like, was very clearly not a little kids movie. Yeah. Uh, and so the second Incredibles movie, it, it makes sense. That, I saw a like, lot of little this boys is, in there. It is way different going to see this than going to see like a Toy Story. Yeah. Or even like a Moana or something like that. That's yeah. not a Pixar movie, let's be clear. Uh, but but even like a like an Inside the Out. Same thing now um, because it, because this is a this is there's definitely more action. There's more of an expectation right. of action. Right. Uh, and so you know I think parents sort of understood that and they're not going to take the two and three year olds necessarily to see it. Right. Uh, Cause you know, there's, there's more than mild peril. Sure. Um, <laughs> although there is a big controversy on, on Facebook and other places that I've read, especially among very conservative parents about some of the language in the movie. Yeah. They, they do say, they, they say, say crap. crap and Oh my God. Yep. A couple and, times. And I think that there might be a dam in there. That's what I heard. Uh, that's rather. That's what I read. However, I saw the movie and don't remember that. I uh, I will say this. There was a part we, where somebody definitely said shoot, but I could I could see how you'd think it was something else. Before we get into plot spoilers, though, I again I'm a little surprised not to get on my my soapbox here, but we're more surprised that there is a real. By the way, in the movie, there is a realistic depiction. Not not like not, not the whole thing, but there is there's murder. There is a gun at one point. Happened. But the gun doesn't do the. It just for open door. 
Yeah, there's a part where a gun is 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 sure. is, is put, is if you put it together, a gun is pointed at another human being sure. and fired. The, the first movie also has guns being fired at children. Yes, that's true. What I'm saying is, it seems weird to me. Guns. It seems weird to me that that is okay. Like yeah. no one's complaining about that, but they said crap. Ian, this is the United States in 2018. I, I understand. Again, violence is not a problem. <laughs> Only language and nudity. Right. Or um, socialism. So, um, other than that, the, oh, the only other thing I would say, and it's, I think Disney's actually just today released a warning. Yeah. Uh, if you have epilepsy or are prone to any sort of epileptic things, might want to sit this one out until yeah, you can watch it at home. Even then, it has some or very Or close intense, your eyes during a certain point. Some very intense full screen flashing. Actually, it really does. So... I may be slightly epileptic, uh, or I may. I, I may had have, a little bit of a headache afterwards. Yeah, you no, were I, ruined for the day. I was ruined said. for the day. It was the rest of my father's so, day. I, I I had a migraine, and for a while I was having trouble with words, and it was great. It was uh, awesome. I almost um, cut my finger off cutting chicken and making dinner. <laughs> um, so, do you think? It, let me ask you this: Do you think it would have been the same if it was on a smaller screen, or you think it was just the size and the darkness of the theater that did that? It? Definitely helped. Yeah. I, I I don't. I don't. I don't have a diagnosis, and and I. I mean, I got a little bit of a headache. Does. Yeah, I got a little bit of a headache afterwards. I was like, oh, that kind of messed me up a little bit. But um, so I don't know. They there definitely should be a warning. But yes, there's yeah, there and is. And I hear I there's would, going to be one now. But it's yeah. sort of guys, you should have thought about that earlier. Yeah, it seems like it would have been a smart idea. Yeah. Uh, they probably didn't think of it. Um, you know. But yeah, it had peanuts in it. Uh, also, the movie movies. started uh, as well uh, with a video. I don't know if you got. Did you get the video? I in did yours? get the video. Where yeah, they're with, talking uh, about like with Craig T. Nelson. Yep, and, and they're and, like, uh, "We're sorry it took so long." That was so weird. It was like I was like, "Thank you for your apology." I but will it, now like, enjoy the movie. That was weird. To <laughs> it me. was strange to me, right? It I feel like weird. there was a long time between Toy Story Two and Toy Story Three, but we didn't get an apology. Yeah, but like I've, I mean, yeah, I've, I like, think it's because everybody. I think it's because. They made sequels or prequels or sequels to Monsters Inc. and Finding Nemo. Yeah. Movies that are pretty good. Yeah, but, like, but also. They don't set up a sequel in the, in the end of the movie. But also have a broader base yes. than these do. But that Incredibles, but when you watch the end of that, you're like, I can't wait. When is this next one coming out? Yeah, it like, took 14 years. And it took 14 years. <laughs> to be fair, <laughs> you know, it took them. Three times that for Tron. It's true, uh, but no, three times. But I, I, I think I, I don't know. I don't know. Two thousand seven. I don't know if you'll agree with me on this, Ryan. But I think both of these movies are better than Tron and its sequel uh, <coughs> as films. Yeah, I, mean, uh, I would say that they, they that Tron has some very impressive things in it as well. Yeah, no, I mean I have a special place in my heart for Tron, but I know that it's not the best movie. I got real excited for Tron Legacy. I was all on that. That that that. We both wagon. got those tattoos. But no, <laughs> but temporary um, tattoos. I didn't sure. put one on. I just um, have it. So, uh, but uh, spoiler-free review, uh, I really enjoyed it. I think that it, uh, I think that it's not perfect, but I yeah. think that it is one of the, it's, it's after the Toy Story movies, in my opinion, this is the best Pixar sequel. Yeah. Um, oh, absolutely. absolutely. It's, it's, far it's the best away. Pixar sequel. Um, Finding Dory was quickly bumped off that list for me. <laughs> Finding Dory is not terrible. But this is better than. But Finding this Dory. is better than Finding Dory. It's better than Monsters <laughs> University. It's oh. definitely better than Cars two or three. Though Cars three is not bad. Did you watch it? Yeah. Oh yeah, I've seen yeah. it three, it's, four it's, times. It's now. not that bad. It's, yeah, it's, no, it's what mean, Cars it's, two should have been. It, it is. It's really what Cars two should have been. Um, Although this has a similarity with Cars two that I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you about when we get into the spoiler section. Oh, I mean, like the similarity is pretty obvious if you've seen the trailer. Yeah. Um, 
I think that the the biggest thing for this movie I can get into without really getting too spoilery is that the first movie spent a lot of time and actually worked really hard knowing that it was making a genre superhero movie and working specifically against the tropes that you usually see in a genre superhero movie. Mm -hmm. There are a lot of them, and I mean, we've become, if anything, more familiar with them now in 2018 than we were in 2004 when the first Incredibles movie came out because the MCU has arisen in that period of time. Um, and, And so this is a movie, the first movie really laid a really good foundation of like, we're not going to do the obvious superhero thing. We're going to point out the things that obvious superhero movies do that, that, you know, we, we are specifically going to subvert or going to work around or going to at least lampshade, you know, talk about, and this movie didn't do that. If anything, it, it traded specifically in a ton of those cliches in, and just used them. And, and, like it, honestly, it was almost worse that I'm sitting there with stuff happening and being like, "All right, how are they going to subvert this?" And it's like, "Oh, they they're not going to. They're just they're I just going to do it." I okay, mean, they great. they they do and they don't. They do and they don't. Uh, uh, I mean, we get a well, super well, villain monologue, and it and that's it. It just just happens. Yeah. But okay. Uh, okay. We're gonna get to spoiler territory. I'm no, we don't do have to. Don't. But but I'm just saying. I I I'd say I'd say ultimately I agree with you, but I don't think that makes it a bad. <laughs> no, I don't think it makes it a bad movie. <laughs> it's but very it's, entertaining. But I, I ex- sure absolutely. But I expected more. You know, I expected like oh, that's that's what 15 years will get you. I expected like pro level 100, percent and they're like. You guys squeaked by, mm. you know, I, I expected this to be uh, not the end all be all, but it'd be like, how, you build how, your expectations up too much. Yeah, I did. <laughs> I mean, you wait 14 years for a sequel. that's about his superhero movies. They're in the same company that owns I, a, I a argue, another massive superhero franchise, which I, I, fine. I, they don't reference it, but at least like learn from it. I would argue they. I would argue that there are things in here, and we'll get that into that spoilery territory. I think which we're we're kind of treading lately on, um, the do. But we'll talk about that in a minute. But ultimately, so if you guys want to go see it and you haven't seen it yet, uh, you can pause the podcast. We'll tell you. I think you. Sh- I think you should go see it. As yeah, no, it's epileptic problems. I, go I see think, the movie. I think we can safely say it right now. It's a blockbuster. Yeah, it's great in it's terms blockbuster. of blackluster. Blockbuster. It's great. Blockbuster. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. It's fun to see. It's it's worth seeing in theaters as long as you don't have problems with um rapidly blinking blinking things. Yes. Um. Uh, it's it's good for kids. I saw it with my six year old, my ten year old, and they both loved it. They were super engaged the whole time. Um. So so yeah, Incredibles too. Yes. So right. now, okay. It's after, spoiler alert. Five, four, four three. three Two, Two, one. one. Spoilers. Uh, okay, so this is similar to car. Well, f- well, let's let's talk about let's talk about our. I no, know we didn't even do that. We didn't even. Let's do talk the... about the cat. Well, I mean, the cat g- talking about the cast gives away some of the spoilers. Sure. So I I figure if you've seen the first Incredibles, you know who's gonna yeah. kind of. So we can we can talk it. about it's another Brad Bird. It is another Brad Bird. Brad Bird uh, wrote Brad it. Bird Apparently, Brad Brad Bird wrote it and rewrote it and rewrote it and rewrote it, and that's part of why it feels so disjointed. Is that he like they were actively like deep into production? He'd be like, "Okay, we're changing this. Oh, mm. this is different now." Uh, and so I, I, I was seeing an article from him that was like, "Yeah, we rewrote this movie like several times," uh, which it doesn't have too many like very obviously dangling plot threads. No, but uh, I could see that it does feel yeah. a little kind of choppy sometimes. A little yeah. PC. Uh, um. 
So let's talk about who's in it, other than sure. um, everybody. Uh, almost everybody returns. So Craig T. Nelson. Yep. Uh, we have Holly Hunter back. Yep. Uh, Sarah Vowell. Yep. Uh, Violet. The, they got a new person for Dash because the old one aged out. Yeah, there. but boy, he sounds pretty close. Yeah, he got right. He on, got a man. pretty good job. Did a pretty good job there. Um, we have, of course, Brad Bird coming back as Edna Mode. Yep. Uh, <laughs> uh, Samuel Jackson is back as uh, Lucius Frozone. Yeah. Yep. Uh, and we have a couple new characters. So we have uh, Bob Odenkirk. Yeah, hey. As Winston DeVore. You may know Bob Odenkirk from either uh, Mr. Show with, David, with Bob and David or more well-known now, Better Call Saul yeah, and, Breaking uh, Bad. and Breaking Bad. Uh, you, uh, you, uh, you know what? It was real hard to pick out which character was Bob Odenkirk. Couldn't be the one that... Looks, looks just like, like Bob, Bob Odenkirk. Odenkirk. Yeah. <laughs> my, my, I was surprised. My dad was like, yeah, it's Bob Odenkirk. He's like, Bob Odenkirk's in the movie? I'm like, yeah, he's, he's the, the one, one who, who looks, looks like, like Bob, Bob Odenkirk. My dad's like, oh, yeah, yep, yep. My mom's like, oh, yeah, he, you know what? He does look like Bob Odenkirk. I'm like, that's right. Uh, and there's uh, Catherine Keener. Yeah, Catherine Keener. She's been in just everything. everything. She's, she's really had a renaissance in her career. Yeah. Um, she's, she's great. Her character... Um, Man, it, it's like a character from a DreamWorks movie. Just her character design just yeah. doesn't fit with the rest of the movie at all. And I and I get maybe they're like, ah, oh, let's show off this new hair technology. Okay, I'm like, okay here's, guys, no, but. here's what they wanted to do with her. Like, here's the problem. Here's the problem with with just the one spoiler. You've only got here's one. the problem with the villain of this movie. Ready? Shh. Yeah, she's the uh, spoiler. Oh, we already said spoilers, so we're there. We uh, here's the problem with the villain of this movie. Uh, she yes looks very different than everybody else. She also doesn't fit in with any of the retro styling that yeah. the Incredibles is. She looks very mid to mid, like now. She looks the, very now. Her hair is very now. Her fashion's very now. And the problem isn't is it's not like she's just like this cool outcast. It's like, did the art department miss this or like it? It feels. I think their version of making her look creative and artsy was to make her not look look that nineteen sixties googie, yeah, mid century modern nineteen fifties sixties look. It just feels weird. It they, does. They like did it with her face. Yeah, and it's like okay, I can her fa- see her face. That she didn't really. Here's clothes. you know what it is. Her face didn't have any specific characteristics to it. I I'm not great at faces. But so. like, you know, like you can like like there are parts of I mean, Mr. Incredible is a great example. Look yeah, at yeah, his he's nose. Got the massive nose. The and nose bridge is the and, thing and forehead, for Frozone. Yeah. It's the it's the Every, chin. Everybody's it's been chin. slightly character. Um, rounded head. Yeah. Everyone. Ha- except except her. her. She just looks she like looks a character like a, you would see in Toy Story. It's, well, she looks like, like a one of the regular adults. Like you'd a see. like a she looks like she a looks like in a DreamWorks movie or she or to me, honestly, I don't think she went that far, but she looks like any standard CG character. She looks like something Pixar would do in like Finding Nemo. She wouldn't look out of place in finding yeah. Nemo or like uh, any anything the way that has humans in it walking around uh, she didn't look out of place um, we can talk about some of the other people in this movie before we get too deep into her character yeah. Isabella Rossellini is in this movie briefly uh, she's Madame Ambassador okay. uh, Phil Lamar yes is uh, is the voice of two of the um, various other supers who show up yeah uh, Jonathan Banks replaces um, Bud Lucky. Yeah, I didn't the, know Bud Lucky passed away. I, I got really I did sad, know that. and so I, I like saw it immediately, and I was like, again, oh, if you're right, gonna get somebody who needs that kind of gruff voice, you yeah, might want to get Mike, good. Mike from Breaking Bad. He's pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> 
um, John Ratzenberger, probably in, I would argue, other than Ham, his one of his biggest roles, maybe? No, no, no. What else is there that no, he's, he's done? No, he's, uh, he's uh, Mac. Mac from Cars. Uh, that's he's right. got well, he's also P.T. Flea. Yeah, no, he. this is not one of his bigger roles. But, but man, I'll, this is my... For a Pixar my, movie. Might be anyway. my favorite one. Because um, he actually has more... He actually has some plot relevance that isn't... I'm the talking pig bank. Yeah, like, yeah that's pig, true. Pig bank. That's what they pig call bank. them, That's Ian. a word. Pig bank. Uh-huh. Uh, anyway. Um, uh, we got the mayor... Of the town, who just has a couple lines, is Barry Bostwick. Really? Yes. Did not know that. He's he's from Rocky Horror Picture Show. For yes. those of you wondering. And Megaforce. We should watch that sometime. Oh I'm boy. Um. So so yeah, that's that's pretty much everybody. Majority of everybody. Um. I would say okay. Um. So. It, let's it, let's do let's do the stuff. Let's do the MacGuffin. The MacGuffin? <sighs> it's kind of tough. There's not really a MacGuffin. Nah. It's it's uh it's Elastigirl. I mean, kind of. Everybody wants to be or well, and that Elastigirl. and that and that goes into my my point of how this is similar to Cars in the way yeah. that the first movie and this is something I knew you were worried about with the trailers is they made Mister Incredible look like I'm a dad who doesn't know what I'm doing. Now I know you don't like that. I'm not trope. ready for soapbox, but I will give it in a minute. I know you don't like that trope, uh-huh. but here's my argument for it in this movie: You're not that dad. No, I know. The first movie established how away from his family he spends most of his time. Yeah. He doesn't know what's going on at home. Sure. He doesn't know how yeah. to talk no, to I'm his I'm not children. saying they didn't lay the groundwork for they it. They did. It's just I'd love to see a movie where there's not that dad. Sure. I don't I've think, literally never seen one. I don't think this is that movie, though. There, though a movie does not exist. I, but, I, but I also don't think that if there was going to be a movie, this is not that one. Sure. But it's, it's again, <laughs> another like, let's, you know, you know what, you know, is a good way to get some lazy comedy. Dad's out of his element. And to be fair, I will say this: he made progress, and he, he did. did better. I, I appreciate. It. He's like, I'm going to learn the math, and it I'm turned around. Talk per- to my daughter. Like it didn't go perfectly 100 percent the time right away, but it sure. did start turning around earlier than I thought it would. Yeah. It wasn't like on a dime. It I, was like it just it slowly made progress the other way. May I at least say, yes. if you are a father and you consider taking care of your children babysitting, you're doing it wrong. Yeah, okay. I I would not disagree with you on that. For the but it's it's not that like okay let's just put this out there Mr. Incredible Bob Parr does not re- represent all fathers sure and should I'm just not. saying he like it is part and parcel with literally every cinematic yeah. and television representation of a father oh I yeah I don't disagree with and you on so that. <laughs> it, that's one of the most obvious tropes where it's like oh right. we're, we're are we gonna try to subvert it at all nah. In, in the way that this, the first one was the Mr. Incredible movie. Sure. This is the Elastigirl movie. Yeah. It's this, in, in the same absolutely. way that Cars is, a, is the Radiator, Radiator, or Mater, I'm sorry, Radiator, Lightning McQueen movie. Uh-huh. And the second one is very much the Mater movie. <sighs> Although this that's one. A, that's a harsh, that's a harsh judgment. What I'm saying is, I don't mean that in a bad way. What I'm saying is the second one of Cars is focused on Mater. The second one of this is mostly focused on Elastigirl. I'm going to I'm going to take you one further and say that almost every Pixar sequel does that. Yeah, that's true. Uh, I would say Toy Monsters Sp- Monsters University is about Mike. Um, that's true. As opposed to Sully's journey, it's about that's Mike's true. journey. I mean Finding uh, Dory pretty obvious. Finding Dory? A uh, Toy Story I mean, even I would argue. Toy Story is is more about both Buzz and Woody in a different way than we dealt with Buzz and Woody. Well, in the and the second movie. one is well the first one is we learn about we learn very quickly in the first Toy Story where Buzz came yeah, from. Almost and the second one is like is, well what about Woody? Well the first one is is Buzz discovering he's a toy. Yeah. And the second one is Woody discovering, discovering he's, he's a toy. Yeah, well, discovering he's, he's famous. He's a, a bigger toy. Yeah. yeah, he's he's just as big a toy. In, Woody in does his time the, was Woody, just a bigger Woody toy. Woody does the the but he becomes more like Buzz. Yeah. Um. So I, I think that I think that that is a 
it 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 it's works. a common picture. That is trope. something that Pixar does for all of yes. their sequels. Ha- however, I don't, and I don't mean that in a negative way. I I'm actually like that of, they focused on Elastigirl. I'm trying to think of what other Pixar sequels we're missing. I don't or think we're or missing one. I don't. I see. Okay, is it a, is it Elastigirl? Is it Mrs. Incredible? Is it's it Elastigirl? Is She's, it both? Because her, I've heard her, all. I've heard sure, all three. She it works as Mrs. Incredible, and I would say that. There's a turning point in the movie when she goes from being Elastigirl to Mrs. Incredible, yeah, beca- and she literally changes her suit, and that's like a like kind of an elbow in the ribs theme of like instead of you know just like how at some point Mr. Incredible had to figure out how to be a superhero with his family instead of just himself, she also had to do that, yeah, uh, and that's when she dons the suit uh, after her Elastigirl suit rips in the yeah. in the sort of climactic end scene, yeah, um, and so. I think that that yeah, you can call her either one or both. Yeah. Um, but I mean, she is basically Elastigirl. That's that you don't call you. I, you I, oh, no no wait. <laughs> you don't call Sue Storm Mrs. Fantastic. No, that's true. You call her Invisible. That's Girl. absolutely so, that's so, absolutely accurate. But uh, again, when the movie for I saw it, when the first movie came out, yeah. there was a there was merchandise was confused. Yeah, Disney true. was even confused. Yeah, they do have they at least do have merchandise this time and and a McDonald's tie in. You yeah. go get a my kids wait are you serious yeah man that's my, the f- hold on yeah it's that's the first, the time, first in, time in a long time the internet said 12 years jeez yeah my i because I was, disney and mcdonald's did not have a good relationship put, for a while putting the kids putting the kids Does in that the, mean the car seat coming back they had gone into they had the whole mr incredibles <laughs> in the in the car from the mcdonald's um let's see here though but yeah it's very much an elastigirl movie it is uh, I, really, I think it's good and, and i like that okay so let's so let's talk i i want to sort of tear apart the things that bother me about the plot sure but let's talk about the good action sequences first sure. there are several very good action i would sequences. argue all of the action sequences in this movie are pretty I, that's what i mean good. all of the action sequences Those are, are good. great yeah there, there's there's the um, the underminer action sequence is pretty exciting yep. that starts. The that's film what off. I saw. And that's the thing. This is a direct sequel. It, it is a boom, sequel that starts up. the moment the other one ends. ends. Yeah. Uh, and and that's something that Pixar tends to do. Yeah. Um. And so yeah, well, that underminer sequel. Uh, you, for the sometimes. most part, they it, it's never like uh, with Toy Story they they didn't do it. And Cars two doesn't start right after Cars and, one and ends. Cars University or Monsters University is pretty cool. Um, but but it's I like but mostly sequels. they're pretty closely after this one. This one though, well, this one also I think that's the reason people were so anticipating this is because mm-hmm. that first movie ended on that like, hey villain, yeah. here we go, and it's like it's a great exciting end, but it's like okay, I want to see that now. And then they make like a underminer video game or something. I wonder, yeah, yeah, is that did. still Incredibles canon no, now? It's not. It's totally not. <laughs> um, oh, that reminds me of something else that bothered me about the movie. Okay, we're going to get there. Uh, so the underminer sequence is pretty fun. Um, yeah. it, I, I do appreciate that they never, in these movies, it's never like the fate of the world is at stake. No. Uh, so that's something that they at least avoid. Uh, cause that's something that I always bring up when that's a movie plot. Yeah. I will say that they did subvert that superhero trope. The sure. whole world isn't going to yeah, end. The world was never going to end. That's nice. Uh, but it's the thing that they're dealing with in this movie is basically the fate of superheroes as their ability. So they're continuing to sort of deal with this thing that they dealt with in the first movie. Well, the first movie I would say is more about, I would say it's, it's less about, Hey, how do we get superheroes back in the limelight? Yeah. It's, it's more, more about, how, about do how do we live our lives? How do we live our lives? And then you also have this person who is a, a nutcase who's like, you know what? I'm going to manufacture. And that's the one thing that kind of bothers me too, that they repeat is the, I'm going to manufacture 
a bad guy. Yeah. In the first one, it's I'm going to manufacture a bad guy and I'm going to be the hero to stop them. So mm. I'm both. Yeah. Versus this one where it's like, I don't like superheroes and I'm going to manufacture a bad guy See, that, it, 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 that doesn't really exist. It's so... Ah, that character is so frustrating to me uh, because it, it could have been done so much more clever. Like I was, I was pretty much straight anticipating that it was going to be the sister who was going to be the screen slaver or whatever. And then she's going to tell, and then Ms. Incredible would find out she would tell uh, the brother and he'd be like, well, yeah, that's part of the plan. We can't have heroes without a villain. Yeah. I, I and thought- then both be in on it. And then it'd be like, oh, crap, what are we going to do? See, I thought that was part of it, but I feel like that's something, too. I feel like what they tried to do is subvert that expectation. But, I mean, they talk so much about you got to sell it. They talked so much about you got to sell it. Yeah. And so that would have sold it. Yeah. And it and it and and then it was like, no, I'm just doing this because I'm angry about it. Yeah. And I hate superheroes. Yeah. It's just, what? That's about the... And let me, honestly, let me do my villain honestly, monologue while you're tied up. The villain, the villain in the movie is probably overall the weakest part, in my opinion. Yeah, no, and it's 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 just handled... I mean, it works fine, but like, if you have watched any superhero movies, you'll know within the first five seconds of meeting this character, you're like, oh, she has a sister. Oh, their parents were killed because, uh, because they had a break-in and they tried to call supers and no supers showed up. She and they have a disagreement about how they feel about yeah. that. Yeah, she's probably the bad guys. See, oh, she's good with technology. So is Screen Slaver. Great. So I'm sitting there. Out. I'm sitting there thinking like <laughs> it would be too easy for her to be the bad guy. Maybe he's the bad guy. Maybe they're bad guys together. And then we found out it was her, and I was like, "That's it." Just a little part of me was come on. a little part of me expected, but see, on my on my end, a little part of me expected him to be in on it as well. I yeah, it was. And like, I was kind of like too high of expectations for I me. I was kind of like I, I didn't bother. It didn't bother me so much that he was. And I was kind of like, oh, like oh, that was because the thing is in all the marketing for this movie, they wouldn't say that man's name. Yeah. They didn't talk about him at all. Uh, they tried to lead people to believe the they were they were together. Yeah. They also tried to lead people to believe that all the other heroes were also bad guys. As yeah, well. they, I mean they they did a they kind of messed with it a lot in marketing. I mean she his sister was not in anything no, in the marketing exactly. Uh, which which the I was idea like, Wait, being that's that's a voice that I recognize. They didn't mention her marketing. She's probably yeah, that guy. Yeah. Um, well, we're we're smart adults. I'm sure yeah, your kids true. were very surprised. Yeah. But <laughs> speaking of surprises, let's continue to talk about the good action sequences because I liked them. Okay, the uh, best action sequence in this movie though is the raccoon fight. Uh, I would say it's that's that's okay. I I know, <laughs> but what? that part is amazing. It's it's a good it's, comedy action sequence, but the best action sequence in that mo- in this movie is, so good. is that is the train sequence for me. That was oh yeah, the train awesome. sequence is really good. Oh my god, there's seeing, my favorite seeing how thing. she uses her elastic body yes. to jump her motorcycle. My favorite that thing so is cool. when is when you come up with creative ways to use your power to use yeah. the power of the character. That to me is my favorite thing that they can do in superhero movies and i like and i do that's one thing i will give the incredibles they did it in the first one they do it in this one all these different characters that have different powers especially this is another thing first time we're seeing powered people fight powered people that's true we haven't seen that really before oh the 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 fighting so with, classic sequel escalation all the way here the fighting with portal girl <laughs> oh was uh, what's very her name? Cool. void yeah that was that uh, was cool. oh man all the different fan, they, fangirl superhero oh she's so good I well, like Void and I I kind of hope they would do more with her because because Syndrome being a fanboy in the first movie was 
was treated significantly like like hey you may think you own this but you don't just because you like it yeah and and you don't have control over well, it even though you it, for, it meant a lot to you as a kid for her it's like you've inspired me to come out with my yeah. powers which but, is that she can open portals but they never then it never goes anywhere no the, the, those it's other just heroes like hey never really thanks do. for your help i know there's like hey there's a bird guy and uh i didn't i, I did enjoy the mm-hmm. the reflux fella yeah. the old man who just spits yeah, yeah. lava yeah yeah and then uh <laughs> Magnet, magnet man, and electricity boy. Like that was. Yeah, they had they had names. Yeah, they did. And there was mm-hmm. Crush. Yeah. Or the Crusher guy. That was the magnet. Un- guy. Uncrush. So- you, you ever tell anybody to uncrush something? <laughs> you ever tell? You ever tell you? You ever try to unpunch something? Yeah. Was, <laughs> yeah. Exactly. That was a good line. Um. But now that that and like the part where she has to like split in the tunnel and the bikes are on uh, the bikes yeah, on yeah, two yeah, separate sides. Oh neat. man. It was cool. That just made that me go like, this cool. is awesome. This is great. Um. That to me, like in the ending action sequence, is really great too. Yeah, there's uh, also the like, but the raccoon chase. fighting baby, you know, by the way, at Disneyland now, you yeah. know, those little like punch and little punch dolls that you like have little boxing fists on, sure. and you can like yeah, punch yeah. them. Uh-huh. They have a Jack Jack and raccoon perfect that you can buy. Nice, I have one for the television show OKKO. Okay yeah, it's books. like that, but bigger. They're like the ones with like the kind of uh, the, yeah, the, yeah. the drape over, sure, the like the fighting nun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly like yeah. that. But there's a Jack Jack raccoon set. Oh you man, can get. that's so good. I was, I was I saw an article on uh, I think it was Vulture or The Verge something that was basically saying that the reason it's so good is because it's shot like a Jackie Chan fight scene. Yeah, yeah, that's true. And it was it's darn funny. It's really good, and especially like all of the different silly powers they give Jack Jack. Yeah, against this angry raccoon. Just I thought. See, I thought by the end of the last one, they were aware that he had powers. Uh, they kind of retconned. Yeah, yeah. Well, they they did and they didn't because what happens in the movie is Syndrome sees Jack Jack's powers. And then Syndrome's cape gets sucked into a jet engine. He blows up, and then we just and all the pars see is Jack Jack falling down, and and um, oh, okay, I guess and Bob true. throws. I just figured they figured it out when they put a mask on the baby at the end of the movie. No, I just thought it's like let's <laughs> you know they're gonna figure out whose baby this is. Yeah. Um. So uh, yeah. Well, I mean, the, I, and the thing you don't either re- where you really see the baby's powers is in that Jack Jack attack short. Yeah. And the parents weren't there for that part. My mom said the one character I was missing was Kari. Kari yeah. The one that unfortunately the babysitter. doesn't your, yeah. didn't your sister get compared to Kari a lot. And she, she hates she, Kari because of she that. did in, in like middle school. <laughs> oh, uh, so I sad. liked, I liked the plot, the plot element where like they accidentally erased Violet completely from, oh, boy. from the boy's brain. Yeah, that's good. But, but then, and, and it's kind of like, well, let's tie that up. All right, we're done. And and that's how a lot of the parts of this movie felt. It's it, let's. I'm gonna I'm gonna give you a, a weird pop culture reference. Um, have you watched Rest Development season five? No, you haven't watched. No, because I watched the remix season four. No. Okay. But I understand what you've talked to me about okay. it. So, so, feel so free to one of the things that Arrested Development did brilliantly in the first season, but especially the second season and the third season, is they'd have all these ridiculous things that everybody's doing because they're yeah. all insane psycho people, and mm. then it would it would all come together with some insane, dumb, usually very very funny event towards the end of a twenty two minute episode. Uh, and that's part of the brilliant writing of the show. And in the fourth and fifth seasons, that doesn't happen. They they are all off on their own ridiculous journeys, doing ridiculous things, but it never comes together the way it does in that episode where 
they create Tiny Town and then they have uh, George Michael with a jetpack flying through it. Or or the episode where the one I brought up to you was the banana stand one. Well, the yeah. one where they do the second Christmas party, the afternoon delight. Yeah, episode. the afternoon delight episode. And then like, you have Tobias get hit by together, a car, and yeah, and, and well, then Buster Tobias uses is, the claw machine. And yeah, he and, and there's the the works. banana peel that the car gets stuck on. All yeah. of that they never. The newest seasons of that don't ever come together like that. And it's yeah. a real bummer because that was the brilliant wackiness of the show. Yeah. And this movie is the same way in that you have all these different elements. And they, and some of them play a part in the final part. Like the fact that we know that the Incredicar exists and then he has the remote. That comes back. That's a nice callback. That's a yeah. nice using a Chekhov's gun. And there's a few things like that. But they never pull it all the way back together. Well, I feel they like never take everything and and make it yeah. into some the the finale into something bigger. It feels like it really feels like a Michael Bay finale where it's like we gotta go. Everything has to happen now yeah. because it's the finale. Everything has to happen because we're at the end of the movie. So now it's time for everything to blow up. Right. Not all of the stuff has been leading up to it. And oh man, this is gonna pay off. And this is gonna pay off. And this is gonna pay off. And this is gonna pay off. It's like well, we gotta wrap it up. Yeah, because it's because we're running out of time. Yeah, I would agree on that. And and that's and I had a higher expectation for Pixar, and they didn't. And um, yeah, so I'm disappointed. <laughs> it's still a great <laughs> it's a, movie, but it, it what but a it, terrible movie it was. It could have been so much better. Um, I think I think I, I will say this. I think in this movie, it, see, I feel like the last one did it too, but I feel like this one. I feel okay. I feel like the end of this one did one thing the last one didn't do, and the end of la- the the last one towards the end, the kids realize they are more capable than they thought they were. Yeah, of taking care of things. And this entire movie, the kids subplot is the parents don't think they're capable of doing that. They at least from the beginning yeah. action sequence where they're like, "You stay with the baby, yeah, and true. keep a perimeter. Don't get involved." And by the very end, the kids are the ones who yeah, have to go save mom and dad. Back to the how the first movie ended. Sort but not the same like this I, I feel like I feel like this is different I feel like this is they had to actually go from a, their house that no parent no parental figure made sure they got there yeah like the other one it's it's Mrs. Or I'm sorry Elastigirl make sure they get to the island sure and when yeah, they're they on the island then they figure things out but like both mom and dad are out of commission forever yeah like uh oh <laughs> what are we gonna do they and they have to go show. through and they have to keep they have to keep Jack Jack in check which they do a good job of kind of explaining how like they can manage his powers, which I really enjoy. Oh, yeah, that the Edna mode scene, the, the two Edna uh, mode Edna scenes Mode's are great. great in this, yeah. um, where she goes from like absolutely hating Jack Jack to being like, no, he can come by whenever. I love him. He's great. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I don't know. I, I think the one thing I will say that I think that it not subverted a superhero trope, but I think it did more things that you would expect from a superhero movie, which is, you, you, I mean, we have more. I mean, classic sequel escalation. We have more new characters, bigger stakes. Yeah. Um, oh yeah. Absolutely. A, uh, uh, bigger places. Bigger more places plots. They go new yeah, characters. Exactly. Yeah. Um, I sure, will say absolutely. I had a thought on how they subvert. I mean, the only way I could argue they subverted superhero expectations is the type of superheroes they put in. But like, uh, I don't really even argue that anymore now that I think about it. Yeah, the Fantastic Four. Yeah. No, I'm talking about the other superheroes they put oh, in. Oh, sure. There's like, a, there's like a Hulk analog and a, you know, I don't know. Magneto. <laughs> I guess. Somebody with electrical powers. I mean, it, they they at least didn't do like the obvious one-to-one. No. You know, there's not a guy in an Iron Man suit. Well, and I am a little a guy, glad to. a too, super strong Patriot guy. You know, it's, it's, I, I assumed these guys would be like. Uh, they'd be like, oh, we're all heroes. But then we turns out we're not. We're 
bad guys and too. Just and that didn't happen. And you know what? I, I I like that that didn't happen. I like that they were legitimately like, yeah, there are more people who want to be superheroes mm-hmm. than be a villain. Like, I really wish they would have focused more on the supervillain aspect. I thought that's where they were going. It's like, yeah. oh, we have these superheroes, but in order for them to exist, we have to have someone for them to fight against. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. I, mean, I really it means that's that so far in in the entire Incredibles universe, the only villains we've ever seen are Bomb Voyage and the Underminer. And Syndrome. Every, nope. Syndrome was like self-created, like he was part of the problem and part of the solution still, simultaneously. Still a villain. No, he was. <laughs> but I mean, like, he wasn't just, he was a villain specifically to become a hero. Whereas the only two villains who are just like, I'm out here just I would argue, stuff. as dumb as it is, I would argue the screen slaver is also a villain. Yeah, I know, but they're, but they're part of the whole thing. They're part of the problem and the solution. I think the they, whole the whole reason the screen screen slaver has anybody to fight is because she drafts her to fight. The whole reason that syndrome has anybody to fight is because he drafts him to fight. I, I th- the only ones who are just like, hey, superheroes, I'm just out here stealing stuff, no big deal, are those two. All right, fair, sure, and they both whatever suck. you say. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah, I mean, I really, I really enjoyed it. Um, I, I think it's, it's, I think it's, it's a great action movie. Honestly, like it's a good oh, kids sure. action Absolutely. movie. Dad's gonna like There's it. There's not a lot of like really it. great kids action movies. And no, this is one of them. Not sure. really. This is. I, th- I think it's a good. I think it's a good sequel to the original. Um, do I do I think it's the best thing ever? No, but I really, I enjoyed it. I had a fun time. I'd watch it again. Sure, I'd go see it again. I, I still think the first one's better. I, I agree with you on that, but I think this is an uh, I think this is a good see like it it expanded it enough to me where I was like not disappointed, but I could sure. understand from the like subverting if that you're going into it with that subvert expectations thing because that was the whole first movie. I know, but they, maybe they don't want to do the first movie again. But that was the t- anyway. Maybe they're like people really wanted to see just other superheroes, so we should give them that. Uh, we should probably give them uh, you know, they, more they, superhero activity. They got this whole other part of the company. That's doing that. I know, but people like the Incredibles universe, yeah, yeah. and maybe like uh, maybe uh, maybe your seven year old isn't allowed to go see Avengers. No, Everyone's gonna die. Yeah, Sorry, that. spoilers. <laughs> the part where Batman dies is so sad. Yeah, um, uh, but overall, Ryan, what would you rate this out of ten? Um, I'd give it maybe a seven. Okay, seven. Okay. Um, the uh, credit card buyers. <laughs> <laughs> some really, some rich jerk who just bodies really like that's my car. You uh, know I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna pull a pull a weird one here. I'm gonna give it eight. I'm gonna give it eight non Disney TV references in a Disney movie. That's true. They ten. apparently they had to pay licenses for both of those. Why wouldn't they use the Twilight Zone instead of Outer Limits? Makes more sense. Uh, Don't it, they have a, already a pretty decent uh, working relationship with CBS? Yeah, but the Twilight Zone, but the the Outer Limits beginning. Makes you it it feels more like the screenslaver. Yeah, I, I guess. control the vertical. Sure. I control the horizontal. Yeah. Sure, I guess that's true. But yeah, the, when Johnny Quest showed up, I'm like, what is yeah, happening? That was good. It made me want to watch Venture <laughs> Brothers again. Well, for me, I was just like, I was like, wow, they 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 took this all the way through. They're like, they this did. is the 50s slash 60s look. It's like, sure, there's modern things from today, but nope, this here it is. This is it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I I really enjoyed. It. I would say, as we said earlier, blockbuster. Absolutely. Um, I would say definitely check it out if you like the first one. I think you'll probably have a pretty good time. For sure. Um, I don't really have much for back at the range because I, this yeah. was going to be back this, at the yeah, range. Yeah, but we decided to just until do I it. decided to so, do this. So we we are still doing Stallone. That's the next. It's going to be like Stallone months. We're going to watch four Stallone movies, and it might take us 
through a little July. Bit, but we will but Sorry. we will watch four Scheduling Stallone movies in, in in a in a row. And I First Blood you. will be the next episode. Yes, we promise this time. Promise. So uh, we totally forgot the Incredibles two was coming out. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't think Ryan would see it this soon, to be honest. Yeah, I've been slagging on movies. I still haven't seen uh, Solo. Yeah, you don't have to. It's fine. Like, just watch it when you watch it at home. So there was a debate. I was like, do we go see Solo? Or do we go see? Incredibles? No, you made the right choice. Yeah, except for the part <laughs> where I was sick all afternoon. Um. Well, uh, that is going to wrap us up for this episode. Sorry for the un- uh, unscheduled interruption. Surprise. Uh, but uh, next time we're going to be watching First Blood. So join us for that. And remember, whether it's blockbuster or a lackluster, we're the Super Action Bros. This has been a production of the Stuff and Things Podcast Network. Exclusively at stuffandthingsnetwork.com.